That one was for Audrey. Audrey wrote me and said, It Had to Be You is her favorite love song. But then she said, oh, but I'm pretty old. She said 85 plus. Audrey, that has nothing to do with it. This is a great song. I personally remember that from the movie When Harry Met Sally. Do you remember that part at the very end when he's having the realization that he loves her and has to find her? It's this song that is playing in the background. So excellent choice for your love song. And if you would like to send me yours, I'd love to hear it. Send me at cknw.com or call or text our buzz line 604-331-2899. And yes, it is Valentine's Day, but there are other very important and significant things going on today. For instance, today at 10 10 a.m., you will see people gathering at Maine and Hastings. And that's because it is the 32nd annual, 32nd Women's Memorial March that will be going on. It is an event to memorialize and remember missing and murdered Indigenous women. It started back in 1992 after a woman was murdered on Powell Street. We wanted to talk about the march this morning, what will happen, why it is still so incredibly important after all these years to do this. So joining us now is Kokwayo Simi. It's Wendy Nahani, host, nation matriarch, and program manager of Culture Saves Lives. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me. First of all, can you give us an idea of what is going to happen today? I know there's a whole program and there's many significant steps involved. What's going to happen you bet. So we are gathering at Maine and Hastings at 10 a.m. where the families of their lost beloved ones will speak and be blanketed. And then the public can join at 12 p.m. where we start our march. Okay. And it is still, I know the crowds come out for this every year. Why is it so important to make sure that happens? Well, it's super important because as you stated, this is the 32nd annual Women's Memorial March. And um, since the first one, the numbers have only continued to increase uh, and the awareness has increased, although the justice still is very lacking. And we have talked more about it, haven't we, over the years? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. More media coverage is so, so important. You know, um, I don't think people realize the staggering numbers. You know, we have 5,000 plus Indigenous women been reported missing and or murdered all across Turtle Island. That's a staggering number. And yet how many of those cases go unsolved? Almost all of them. If if they uh, get solved at all. Yeah, it's a very um, sloppy and lacking justice for our families. Is, it, is there more awareness, do you think, now that helps to bring awareness to cases as they actually happen? I find that so often we hear about these cases and they're old, right? It's been a year. It's been two years. But are we getting better at recognizing when it happens right away? I think that there is a little more media coverage, but the justice is still super lacking. And personally, uh, my niece was stolen last August here in the downtown east side and, and uh you know, they said there was no suspicious cause and there was no need to investigate. Um, so that continues to be the sort of uh, statement of the uh, policing here. And you got no help? No. Even to this day? To this day. There's no justice. That is so frustrating. I thought, I thought police were getting better kind of at the response to this. Well, I mean, the response is there, yes, but it's still there's no investigation when they're saying there's no suspicious cause of death, like, you know, and there's no link to any other case, for example, uh, the Poorman, Chelsea Poorman. So, you know, they're all linked. They're all 
related. We are all related. And, you know, just as I stated, over 5,000 women have been reported. Those are the ones that are reported. Um, Some families don't report, of course, because there's no lack of justice and just carry it on within their own families. But, you know, with one non-Indigenous woman going missing, you know, there's a staggering amount of coverage and justice is almost immediately served. So what, what do you do in that point? If you have a loved one who is missing, how do you search? Well, there is a lot of support within the community. So we do have uh, Facebook pages and we post and then um, we gather and just search. One of our sisters was found yesterday, so I'm really pleased about that. Um, But it's a small fraction that we do find that are um, still alive, sadly. Yeah. How how do do you rely on social media? Do you spread the word? Is it just as many people as you can get out to help you in the moment? Yeah, it's definitely through social media. You know, as I said, we have some web, uh, some pages on the Facebook and then within community. So myself, I personally lived and worked in the downtown east side for 20 plus years and been deeply connected to community and deeply rooted in my culture. So oftentimes, um, you know, we'll start a group chat and, and just make a plan. You know, like, for example, when my niece was missing and um, her mother called me for merit, you know, we gathered a little crew and went up and down searching for her. And what happened? What happened was um, the owners of the hotel where she was last seen and where her phone pinged would not let us into the hotel to search for her because we were not registered. And we stood outside for three and a half hours trying to get into that building and were refused entry. We called the police. They didn't show up. And the next day she was found. And so it sounds to me there's still so much ignorance out there of the ways in which people can help. There really is. And the ignorance towards this genocide in general, you know, it's almost like it just keeps replaying this sort of, um, you know, oh, indigenous women are less valuable, you know, and um, that's deeply rooted in colonization and, and uh, it's felt through our intergenerational trauma. It's a deep rooted history. It's a dark history of this country. So if people come across this march today or if they see it in the news, in the media, what do you want them to take away from this? What I want them to take away from this is that um, we need more support. There's ways that they can support, for example, joining the march, uh, reading the National Inquiry uh, and the 231 recommendations. Um, Sharing is caring. Talk about it. Have conversations about it. Learn more. Share more. And the the one thing that I want people to take away is, you know, I was born Indigenous and I will die Indigenous, but I don't want to die because I'm Indigenous. Thank you for that. We appreciate your time this morning. Thank you so much. And good luck with the march today. The Women's Memorial March starts uh, this morning. The public is welcome to join them at around noon. Uh, that starts at Maine and Hastings, but there's other different events that are, are going on that you can check online at Women's Memorial March. That is Kokwaya Yelsimia Wendy Nahani, who's the host nation matriarch and program manager of Culture Saved Lives. And if you do want more information, just Google it. Google Women's Memorial March in Vancouver, and you will get all the information and ways in which you can help us. Coming up next on the show, we've been hearing a lot from you this morning. What have you been telling us about love songs? We'll find out next.